Welcome to episode 127 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? I am better than most, not as good as some. How are you, sir? Splendid. Splendid on this May Sunday, the second Sunday before Memorial Day. <laughs> Indeed it is. All right. Um, we have... We have a caramel or salted caramel bourbon barrel porter sandwiched between two IPAs. Yes, we do, sir. And the first IPA is from Goose Island Beer Company. It's a 9.9 percenter and I believe 45 IBUs. And it's got a cool bear with the sunglasses on it. This actually came in like a, a Goose Island uh, survival pack, IPA survival pack, so... Uh, we'll be over the next few weeks where we can kind of plug them in with uh, donations. Right. You know, uh, this is something I saw that uh, looked a little summertime-ish. Yeah, and on the, in fact, on the back of the can, if there is such a thing as the back of a can, since it's a cylinder, it says, hey, uh, Goose Island. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Geometry. <laughs> a beach vacation for your taste buds. There you go. IPA right off the sniff. There's my, a my, my initial... There's a professional pour right there. As did I. Must have been the glasses you selected. Austin Brothers for you, and then I've got the uh, Kenny Creek that Jeff Laporte gave us, which, by the way, uh, that's the third selection is another donation from Jeff. Nice. Which will be... The second to the last one, we're, we're almost made it through that monstrous donation he gave us. Cheers. Love those. I, I like the New England IPA notes. Very citrusy. Woo! See, now that's... that's yeah, that's... That is... Again, blindfolded, even a novice beer drinker. You know, you wouldn't get the notes or hops necessarily, but even a novice drinker would say, "Oh, that's an IPA." Right. Yeah, I mean, you know that right off Jump Street. There's no, there's no sugar coating it in any way, shape, or form. It's an IPA. I can't get the hops off the can, but I might look into that uh, a little bit later. But yeah, that's that's as opposed to like the West Coast or something like that. I think earlier today when I was grilling hamburgers, I had a three Floyd's, a, a zombie dust. That's what, well, I didn't have the zombie dust, but we right. had the. Hamburgers on the grill, and the, and it's good, but Tis that's the a, season, as they say. Exactly, and it was a West Coast, so it was double dry hopped, and it just the, the you know it just it, it, it tasted like you know somebody took some hops between their hands, you know what I mean, yeah. and just sprinkled them on top, you know, before you drank. Is it. the rivalry between New England hops and West Coast hops like Biggie and Tupac? Maybe, or, or isn't it that? It, I don't know. It might be. It might be. No, but this is this has got a refreshing, right? Mm -hmm. Definite IPA taste. Definite IPA taste, but it's very not lawnmower. Got, oh no, because it's got drinkability, <laughs> but I think the nine point nine will hit you right in the teeth before you know it. So you probably be but, walking your mower without yeah, it running. Exactly, out of gas is eh, just kind of flattening the lawn. Just Paul, a reason just, to finish my six pack of tropical beer hug. Mm-hmm. So, yep. anyway, yes. Dave. Oh, hey, you know what time it is, Mike? Yes, I do. All right, a couple of them from episode 126. Actually, 
not a couple, a few. Uh, first one, and I'm going to hold you partially responsible because you could have corrected me on it. Damn it. Because I even started laughing when Grandpa Blackhawk brought this to my attention. In the What We've Watched segment last week, I said that Liz and I ripped through Working Moms, which is a Canadian series, told a little bit about it. I said it's kind of like, you know, not really a chick flick, but, you know. Sure, yeah. The, the leads are all female characters, but men can watch it. It's, it's an interesting series. I said, it's you know, they do it in Canada. I think it's located in Toronto. It's on the BBC, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. And then I never corrected myself on that. And then you never, you didn't catch it, but they didn't get by old Blackhawk Larry because the BBC is the British broadcast. Well, I know, but I thought the BBC did a lot of broadcast. I mean, you can watch BBC it's the stuff CBC, here. It's the CBC, though. Well, okay, the, whatever. You, know, so you can watch, that you can watch the BBC. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can watch it anywhere. We could probably get, if you had the, a good enough satellite, we could probably watch the African news network while you're in Africa late June. I can follow along your, yeah, your es- yeah, yeah. escapades. <laughs> Uh, so that's the first Hopefully one. Hopefully I don't make the news. In, yeah, that'd be not good. Um, the second one is I addressed Grandpa Blackhawk's son, Michael, as my godson. I'm not his godfather. <laughs> you know, so I, I think they just referred to me as Uncle Mike just because we've been friends forever. And I, right. he okay. took his, the, his first name is after me. Right. I, I'm assuming that's it. I guess it could be a coincidence, <laughs> but it's like. You know, so, um, but, and I referred <laughs> to him as my Why do I feel like God. another corrections corner I, I, going on? You know, and I referred to him as my godson, but he's not my godson, so that's a correction. And then, you know, my mom. I'm just laughing at the phone conversation that, that took place. To well, yeah, and then the, the third one, here's the, the third one, is like my mom. Mike, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> after church. I don't even remember you being at the christening. <laughs> so he, uh, and then at, after church. My mom says, and you know, Mike, you said Ozarks. The name of the show was Ozark. And I'm like, all right, Mom, you're right. I'll mention that. And I'm like, well, but if you're going to hold me to misspeaks, I said, we're going to have one episode that's entirely Corrections Corner because as the beer starts to flow. <laughs> I was going to say the third the, segment's <laughs> almost a third yeah, 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 so, Corrections Corner. But I, I told my mom, I say, hey, good looking out. You, you yeah. were listening and paying attention. So, yeah, we did watch Ozark, Correct. which is the series name. Yeah. So, yeah, so a trio of corrections corner. So, yeah, I got a little sloppy in episode 126. I apologize. That's right. Don't do it again. All right. So, what have, have we watched anything? Okay, so I did, I, I managed to, I stayed up late. I, I finished off uh, the season finale of Halo for all the uh, sci-fi geeks out there. Um, good finish. Uh, left it, obviously, wide open for another six episodes, another season, whatnot. Um, I think it's pretty successful so i'm anticipating seeing a follow-up continuation of the story and then um i don't know for whatever reason watching the watching johnny depp in the news i haven't watched any of the trial or anything but uh you know it's (laughs) he's got to be making bank off this because i'm i'm back hooked on the pirates of the caribbean series uh funny you mention that because after uh game Three of Tampa Bay, Florida, which we'll get to in segment two in the sports. TBS played Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh yeah, they're they're milking this big time. So, so and uh, I did. Oh, Lost City, uh, uh, blah, 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 Paramount Plus. Okay, Lost City. Uh, oh God, I'm gonna get uh, Tatum. 
Channing Tatum. Yeah, that's the guy. Right. Um, Man Rocket. Yeah, sure. And, um, I still like Ryan Reynolds better, but and, hey, and, and Channing, Tatum, Channing, Channing Tatum's no slouch. Well, there's there. What, what is it if they show like his the like full nudity, but his backside that's not full frontal; it's full rear. Yeah, rever- Yeah. So yeah, he's got leeches all over him. No oh. no spoiler alert, but you know he ends up. Pulling down his pants, and Sandra Bullock's got a. Oh, that, okay. That's not, that's not a series. That's a movie. It's a movie. Okay. Sorry, yeah, sorry, right, sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. Yeah, it's a I movie. Know, I, re- I know what you're talking about there. It's entertaining. I haven't seen it, but I. It's entertaining, yeah. and I'm telling you what. Uh, one of the other co-stars. Um, I'm not going to get his name right now. Damn it. Um, played Harry Potter. I I, oh. I don't know his real I, yeah. name. I don't. I, I don't even know who played Harry Potter. So. <laughs> anyway. But uh, Shelly and I started watching it, and he's he's not gonna lose that. You know what I mean? She's yeah. she's watching. It, she's like, oh wait a minute, that's Harry Potter. So, All right. he's he's trying to branch out, branch yeah. out a little bit, lose, try to lose, lose that the, stereotype. Yeah, exactly. He's got a beard, you know oh, what I okay. mean? He plays kind of a villain. So, yeah, get so his Harry Potter's the young kid with the the straight black haircut with the wire rim glasses. That's Harry in his Potter. young in the youngest one. Okay. Yeah, I mean. All right. I can't remember how many decades that series went over, but yeah. at least two. And I can honestly say with pride that I've never watched any of them. Okay. Good for you, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of that fact. So, um, But that's it. Um, I just, real brief for me, The Lincoln Lawyer, Liz and I finished it today. Now, I'm wondering if Netflix is going to pick it up. You know, I'm going to give you, if, if we're going to go with the Siskel and Ebert thumbs up, thumbs down. I'm going to probably have to give you the sideways thumb because... Thumb in the ear. 10 episodes, 40 minutes an episode, except the season finale, 56 episodes. 56 episodes. 56 minutes. And very watchable, but a little clunky at times. The acting's not the greatest, although Nev Campbell from the Scream series is in it. And the main plot line is solid, but then, as a, the Lincoln lawyer, he kind of goes all Matlock-ish and solves cases like with the snap of a finger right. and the old, you know, well, I know, and it's just a little corny. So I'm going to give it just a straight, if you have nothing to do, killing time, yeah, go ahead and watch it. But I'm not going to stake my uh, flights, football, and anything else reputation on that series. Right. Uh, the only other thing we watched was a documentary. I think we watched it Monday or Tuesday, and it was called Our Father. Uh, fertility clinic doctor. And, you know, so Peyton, husband and wife come in, having trouble getting pregnate, pregnant. So some, you know, this, um, the husband yeah. provided the sample. Others were given a sample because the husband couldn't produce. Anyway, this is kind of a spoiler, but it's a documentary. It's a true story, so you can just fact check it on your own. But I'm gonna, you know, it was basically, you know, old Doc. He decided he was gonna use his own, his oh, own sample. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yep, he, yep. you know, he'd, you know, right. the lady be waiting for him. He'd go rip one off in the uh, in his office, <laughs> oh, God. and then, and so now, anyway, what we got here is one of the. One of his children, I, I guess you have to say it's his daughter, found out from her mother that, hey, you know, you this is how you we conceived you, this, that, and the other thing. She investigated it, whatever, whatever. 
And now at final count, you know how at the end of a documentary, the, the screen goes black and then they give you the writing, like a little factual stuff that's what happened after. Yeah. And, you know, he is the most notorious of the fertility doctors. There have been, there have been, I think it was four others in the United States that have found guilty of this. And this, his daughter, that's the leading of this cause, is now up to 91 siblings. What? So, yeah, this guy is just, you know. Oh. Now, now, they knew they were getting artificially inseminated. So, I guess, you know, if you You were, might as well buy a Hallmark store to be able to have to well, send that, out the but, cards but to all makes, those siblings. I what mean, makes that story kind of scary, because it was a smaller town, and not that, not that everybody who's born lives and dies where they were born, but when you have like 91 siblings and you have no knowledge, who knows if you, you know, a little, uh, little monkey business here and there with one another. Right. You never know that. And then the other thing was, and I'm not condoning what the guy did. I mean, he's a loser. I mean, I, you don't even, that's like that uh, uh, Baldwin movie where he's God and he said, you know, I am God. You, you say I suffer from a God complex. I am God. I'll think of the name of that movie. It's like an 80s, early 90s movie with uh, Alec Baldwin. But, you know, so that's what I think this guy was going through. But, like, the one daughter who's leading the charge here, like, absolutely hated him, wanted him, and he basically got off with a slap on, slap of the wrist. And, okay, what he did was wrong, but I, it's looking as an outsider, you know, she hates him and everything. Is like, well, really, though, without him... She's not the same person. Right. You know, I, if anybody should have hatred, I would think it would be her mother. But her mother, then how do you hate your daughter that you thought, you know, was either your husband's sample or a, an agreed upon donor. Right. Whatever, whatever. Right. Yeah. And um, because they, and it's interesting, the other part that's interesting on that documentary is because typically they, they will not use a, a donor more than two or three times. Right. You know, just to eliminate the chance of right. like, oh, she said the whole the whole city's related. <laughs> right. So, but this, and then, so they don't, they typically don't use it more than two or three times. And it's, most of the times it's a single, a single shot, if you will. Yeah. And this guy's got 91 and counting. <laughs> right. So, but that was an interesting watch. So, um, but yeah. So, so, so if we, if the ladies, if, the ladies go find a cute little town or something. They have cute shops in her, you know, an out of the way place. But they come back and they say, "Weirdest thing though, like everybody. I'm talking about the shop owners, the the workers, the gas station attendant. Everybody, one green eye yeah. and one blue eye. It was so weird. That's what the uh, the late the 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 daughter <laughs> that's spearheading this. Like she goes through town and she's like, she doesn't even like to look at people because like I don't know. Am I related to this person? Who's next? So right. she, that's the way she lives it. But anyway, interesting watch. About an hour and a half. I mean, it's, uh, and it's, decent. it's done. There's not a lot of reenacting, which I don't like documentaries with a lot of reenacting. Right. Yeah, no. All right. So um, what else? What you got? All right. Here we go. Now. All right. Close your eyes, Dave. Uh-oh. And no, I'm not going to touch you below the waist. That would be our first YouTube that we do. That'll, that'll come out on our first YouTube. But no, all right. no, the reason why that scared me is I saw the intro to Jackass, and I turned it off after oh. Godzilla stuff went through town. And so oh, you, I'm not closing my eyes right now with um, a little nervous. 
All right. You, you okay. see that? You see that? What vehicle do you see? When I tell you the sticker that I saw, remember, like forty pods ago, I asked listeners to send us stickers or bumper stickers, this, that, and the other thing, and I think we got one, and you know, whatever, right. whatever. But I was driving, and I just I couldn't help but chuckle because the lower left side. Not on the bumper, it was on the back of the, the vehicle. The sticker read, Crotch Goblins on Board. <laughs> so what type of vehicle are you envisioning when you see somebody with the bumper sticker, Crotch Goblins on Board? Oh, God. Um, um, uh, a poof. It's gonna be either um, a light blue Lincoln Town Car, or um, some—I don't know. Uh, what kind of car? Uh, I don't know. Uh, a pink van or a pink? I don't know. Uh, well, actually, it's a, a beat-up minivan. Okay, I guess that's right. And- and the driver fit the profile. I mean, you're not going to pull up alongside a Mercedes with like a Jennifer Aniston type driving the vehicle with the bumper sticker crotch goblins on board. Yeah, no. I just thought that was such a white trash sticker <laughs> that it was. Um, yeah, so that, I guess that's where I was kind of stereotypically going with that, with the Lincoln Town, the 1978 Lincoln Town Car, the some kind of a van. So I kind of I get points for the van. Oh, for sure, the van. Yeah, yeah. you know the pink. The, I didn't. You know the color. I guess would would be uh, listener beware, buyer beware, or you know because the color could be any color. But it was just a a beat up old minivan. And yeah. she fit. She fit the profile because I had. I read it. I laughed, and then I had to get up and pass and take a look. And that's just who you envision. <laughs> dry. Like I said, you don't envision Jennifer Aniston sure, right, or right. insert right. male crush here right. as the old crotch goblin right. <laughs> on board. You know, it just it's just one of those things that you just you never seem to think you're going to see, but I just thought that was... I mean, why would you even put that fucking sticker on your car for another, for another reason? You're, like, you're advertising it. You want the world to know, you know? You've come out of the closet or whatever, and uh, unless you're thinking like it could be both male or female crotch? crotches. What are you talking about coming out of the closet? It's, it meant babies on board. She's referring to her babies as a goblin. So, you know, she gave birth oh, to... Oh, I think you're saying, like, goblin, like, you gobble something oh, up. Oh, no, for fuck's sake. Well, that, that fucking... <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that segment was a train wreck. No, crotch goblins. She was referring to her children as crotch goblins. That's even worse. I guess that's worse. It's very why worse. That's know? what I'm saying. That's why, you, that's why you knew it would have been a minivan, and you knew it was just white trash. With it, you could. Wow. You're not going to see Jennifer Aniston uh, say no. "crotch goblin." Well, yeah, because I didn't think Jennifer Aniston was gay. <laughs> right, but there, I didn't, sexuality has nothing to do with it. Well, okay. Well, it depends on how you how you interpret the word "goblin." Uh, 
Well, you're yeah, you're going, you're <laughs> gobble, you're slanging gobbling. Yeah, goblin. Yeah. All Did right. you ever eat at the Gobblers up yeah. north? That yeah. turkey, that turkey yeah. restaurant. Turkey gobbles, you gobble it up, and then hey, well, whatever. Yeah. All right. Well, that yeah, that didn't go that didn't go as well as <laughs> that didn't go as well as I don't know. All. Some people listening, they're probably thinking that was great. Uh, well, but I don't know if, it, if if I'm the only one that knew that that sticker meant referred to babies or children. Let me know, but let, let's hope this That'll next be a segment huge goes better than Come on. All right. Oh, hell, stop Oh, my it. God. There we go. Um, all right, I'm starting you off with an easy one. And I've got, and I've figured out a way where I can help you through just in case you need help. I don't think you're going to need help on this first one. So, anyway, oh, well, play all night, or dance all night, play all day. Mm-hmm. That's all you're giving That's me. That's all you're getting. Uh, play all night, dance all day. Actually, it's dance all night, dance play all, all day. Oh. Well, is this a hair band? No. No. Um, I, I do, I, I recognize those two lyrics. Oh, yeah. Uh, cars. Yeah. Well, car- you got to go with the song though. Oh, uh, the cars is the hard part. You got the hard part out of the way. Ah, uh, just a second. Yeah. Um. Damn. Come on, Dave. It's the pressure. <laughs> I'm not a bad test taker, but no one would know it from this stupid segment you do. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the melody. I know it. Um. Dance all, all night, night, play all day. day. Don't let nothing, nothing get, get in the, the way. Do do do. Don't you worry about two left feet. Shake it up. There we go. Oh, okay, thank all you. Right. Thank you. Holy I need God. a lot. I don't even. I don't want any points on that one. Yeah, that well, yeah. Not. You're not getting any because that fucking <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't a, that wasn't a softball. That was placed on a fucking tee, and you had the coach help you swing. <laughs> so, um, hey, by the way, in my defense, let's go back. Let's go back to the. Let's go the back to Goblin. Yeah, because it's Mike. It's you. I mean, I, that's why I assume that's what that meant too. I mean, it's like that's. But the you normally, know what a goblin is, right? It's like I know what a goblin is. Yeah, I, 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 I thought it meant G O B B L apostrophe I N. Right. I guess you know. Yeah. Is, I that, know that, is that how it was spelled? No, it was G O B L I N. Goblin, like the goblins of the night, running. You know, like a trick or treat yeah. goblin. So, you like I said, I'll All give right. you a smidge, but I would uh, tweet us at epodffa, post something on our Facebook, Flights Football, and anything else. Uh, text us, email us. Uh, Dave's the only one that knows the email address. <laughs> but um, FFAE. If you think of it, were you? did you know where I was going with it, or are you on Dave's side and thought that? He was. We're talking about going down on someone. <laughs> so yeah, it's ffaepod at gmail.com. That's the email address. So yeah, I mean, I actually like yours. If that was what the, if there was apostrophe yeah. i n after that, then I, clearly, then you know that would that would go to my side. But I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's that's totally worse. Calling your kid that's dumb. Very that, that, yeah. and especially a crotch goblin. 
Right. Yeah. Like my version's funny, a little bit demented and sick, and why would you put that on your car? But calling your kids that, that's 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 not right. Exactly. So um Anyway, so uh what do we got? We rating this? I think so. All right. You're first. Uh yes I am first. And I'm gonna go with mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 4.0. Wow. All right. Well, it, I can't go higher into the point range because there's there's not some little there's not some special special thing there, but man, this this is when I consider uh especially an imperial IPA almost almost sessionable, almost, you know. Yeah, that's that's good. 4.0. And James, I would recommend this beer. Like, if you ever see Tropical Beer Hug and you don't mind drinking IPAs, um, and obviously Dave's going to recommend it. He gave it a four. But for the same reason you kept it at a four flat, I kept it out of the four range. I went three, seven, six because it's a hearty IPA, very drinkable, enjoyed it. But there wasn't that wow factor that led me to say, you know, this is a four point. Right. So, and that's why... I kept it on. But so we're on the same page. It's yeah. rated just, just a little slightly differently. Let me see what our friends at Untapped said. And boop, 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 uh, Okay. Oh, hey, with 2,000.3 thousand check-ins. I'll say it that way. 3.78. So you're right there. You're you're 200s off. We'll have to we'll have to double check our check-ins. I had that beer with sixteen thousand check-ins. Really? Anyway, but I had the same three point seven eight rating. Okay. So, and your little computer that reminds me of like a little get smart or something. Something. That's how they used to do it back in the day. Yeah. Well, Mike, um, I tell you what, let's get smart about trying this next beer. Let's do it. So. A little total loke action for you. Oh yeah. <laughs> let's do it. But all right, Anderson Valley Brewing Company. This is the Salted Caramel Porter, uh, malt beverage aged in six months uh, in bourbon barrels. So, and the specifics on this one, 9.5 ABV and 16 IBUs. And go ahead and look them up on avbc.com. That's A as in Anderson, V as in Valley, B as in beer, C as in company. But I'm sure B is for brewing, so abvc.com. What do you think that says on the on the side of the can there? Does it say Ball, B-A-H-L, Ball Hornin? Yeah. I'm See, there's the apostrophe I'm looking yeah, for for that bumper sticker. There you are. Ball Hornin since 1987. I wonder if that's the brewer or the owner or whatever. Maybe. Well, anyway, let's get out, go ahead and get to this barrel age. Hey, you gave me the uh, Maple Grill Stainless Steel this time. Yes, we switched up. I went with just the regular traditional pint. And if you don't have your Maple Grill Stainless Steel, go get it. It's kind of cool. It's like uh, you could do like a magic trick. You could you could probably make some money off that, don't you think? Yes. To throw a full pint in there and people say, yeah. no way. No way. You can make a bet. Okay, when I opened the can, I did not get the bourbon barrel. In after the pour, you do get the bourbon barrel. There it is. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, you after you after you swallow there, Dave. Uh, 
So she said, um, "Yeah, you didn't give the specifics." Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I did. Nine point five and sixteen percent IBUs. Well, or sixteen nine point five percent sixteen IBUs. As usual, I must have been paying attention to you. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Mike. Yeah, no problem. So um, that's good. That's good. Is, yeah. is it the bourbon can't be hitting you in the teeth too much? No, because actually the, the salted caramel and the bourbon intertwined together. It's almost like jalapeno pineapple on your pizza. You get the spice of the jalapeno, but then the cooling of the pineapple. It's just a perfect mixture. And this salted caramel is the damn near perfect mixture. A lot of times we drink pints. The first two are 12-ounce cans which actually will bode well at 9, 9.9 and 9.5% as the pod goes along. But the first pull of this, it was it was a jalapeno pineapple pizza, the perfect mixture. Of, right. Didn't taste like a pineapple or a right. jalapeno, but it, like just that nice mix. I agree. I agree. I know what you're saying, Mike. All right. So... Plenty, 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 plenty of sport. So much sports, I couldn't use the back page of my notes, Dave. I went to a separate page. Um, so hang on to your seats, folks. Yes, sir. Buckle let's, up. Uh, let's go ahead and start with the uh, NBA, the National Basketball Association, if you will. Mm -hmm. We're down to the semifinals. We got the Heat, Celtics, Warriors, and Mavericks. Uh, Warriors up on the Mavericks, 2 to nothing. This, I think, is going to be an easy series. Mavericks are probably going to coast in, be well-rested against the winner of Miami and uh, Boston. You say the Mavericks are going to coast in? The Warriors. If I said the Mavericks, I'm, okay. you just corrected a correct this corner. I meant the Warriors. Yeah, the yeah. Warriors should coast in, get well-rested, and rest they're going to need because I think the Heat or the Celtics are the better team. And the, the Celtics last night were abysmal in the first half. Down 25, looked absolutely awful, scratched and clawed, fought their way, made it a game, just couldn't get over the hump, ended up losing after splitting to Miami, lost game one in Boston. So Miami's up 2-1. to one. And, uh, like, the, the dubs are up 2 nothing. I don't even – I still don't know how they get dubs out of Golden State. But, you know, that's what they, they <laughs> right. call them. But, so Golden State's up 2 nothing on Dallas. Maybe Dallas gets one in Dallas. And then Golden State will finish them off in five. Yep. And um, side note to that, it wasn't during this series, obviously, because Dallas hasn't had a home game. But in a, a mid-April game – 15-year-old girl was abducted from going to the bathroom. She was with her dad. I heard went to that. The, went to the yeah. bathroom, was abducted in a sex trafficking ring. Eight were And I'm not going to say she's on harm because I do not know what happened to the girl. E even if nothing happened, it was probably terrifying enough, the ordeal she went through. But in, in, in Judge Mike's system, these eight people... <clears throat> You know, I'm gonna need a. I'm gonna need two six shooters because a six shooter is only gonna get rid of. I guess unless you lined them up real close and took care of two for one right. a couple of times. But and they look exactly like what you would anticipate. Someone who takes a 15 year old. In this case, it was a, a girl. Yeah. But or a boy, whatever, and tries to traffic 
them, takes them out of state, takes them to a, they didn't even take them to a nice motel, dirt bags. Right. All eight of them. I think it was six females and two males or vice versa. But I know it was a mix of male and females in this ring. Yeah. They were, the girls back home safely. Hopefully she didn't suffer too much trauma, lives a normal life. Right. But like I say, in, in, in Judge Peter's courtroom, yeah. eight shots, eight cases dismissed. Let's move on to the next case. How about a cowboy courtroom? You That's, know how they take care of that in a cowboy courtroom, don't you? Or the cowboy way. That was actually a movie. Did you see that? Yeah, no. No, you hook them, you hook them up to a split rail fence, tie them up to a split rail fence, especially the, the yep. guys, shuck their pants, and you've got a, a, a baby heifer right there. Yep. Sees the dangly wangly, thinks it's a teat, goes to town. There we go. Hey, I'm in, I'm in for that. that. Pulls it right off you. I'm in for that punishment. Right. Now, again, that's not sports-related because, obviously, it's not like that was a Maverick promotion. Or nothing, <laughs> no, you know, no. Get abducted from the Dallas no. Mavericks game. No. <laughs> you no. Know, so that, no. You know, so. Yeah. Um, although, I guess in this day and age, there are probably some wacky enough people that would probably want to take part in that promotion. But, yeah. Uh, promotion? Promotion. Jesus Christ. Stutter. Stupid. Um, but, yeah, so anyway, Heat-Celtics looks like it could be a good series. Warriors are going to wait the winner in the NBA Finals. NHL, the one thing in the last, we're on episode what, 127, Dave? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Since episode 117, I'm all for every prediction I've made in sports. Right. Well, the one prediction that I, the listeners can, I can hang my hat on, and it's, it hasn't happened yet. But it's, they're still going. Still holding true. Is Tampa Bay to three-peat. Yep. And today they just blistered the President Cup trophy winning Florida Panthers. <laughs> five to one in Tampa. They're, up, they're commanding three-nothing lead. So they're going to go on to the Eastern Conference Finals to face the winner of Carolina and the Rangers. The Rangers won today at home. The home team's won all three games. Carolina's up two to one. I think this is going to go seven. I'd like to think Carolina would win Game 7 at home, but, hey, Game 7, anything can happen. Right. Uh, in the West, we have Colorado up 2-1 to one in St. Louis. They split in Colorado, and then Colorado came back and won the first game in St. Louis 2-1. to one. Interesting side note, Bennington, um, Kadri. Kadri's for the Avalanche. Bennington's the goalie for... Um, St. Louis, and I, I, I didn't think it was Kadri, but I was watching it with no sound on se- at Second Street Sports Pub last night, and I'm thinking Kadri must have been the guy that went into him. And I guess in Kadri's press conference, Jordan Bennington came in and threw a water bottle at Kadri because Bennington left the game midway through the first quarter with an injury because a Colorado Avalanche player and a St. Louis player slid into Bennington. Bennington got his laid all laid his leg all cattywampus and right. left. He could not, you didn't put a lot of pressure on it. Probably. But if you watch the fucking replay, the St. Louis player took the Colorado player in. Now, if it wasn't Cadre that took him out, maybe it's another reason. Through maybe, maybe Cadre slept with Bennington's wife. I don't know. And if that's right. the case, then I guess right. throw the water bottle at him. Justified. Right. If Cadre's the player that slid into Bennington 
and at Fishman8, I know you're thinking, Jesus Christ, there's something you could have researched. I just saw that on my phone as Dave was editing segment one. That's why I don't know if Cadre's the player that slid into him. But if Cadre's the player that slid into him, he should not have thrown the water bottle at him because the St. Louis player took Cod- took him out, took him into the goalie. Yeah. So he should have thrown the water bottle on his own teammate. Um, and then Edmonton Calgary split in Calgary game three in Edmonton is. Tonight starts in another 30 minutes. So, um, that's so our listeners sh- will know the outcome of that if they're paying attention. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because that'll be over when they're listening. So, yeah. anyway, um, MLB, well, we'll get to, we'll gloss over the USFL in a second, but the MLB, uh oh. But before we get to the MLB, Dave, we got question two. Mm-hmm. And I'm going. And there's a reason that I'm going to bring this one up. And I have. I'm going to cue up the audio because I think you're going to need the audio on this. And there's one listener out there. Yeah. This segment would be brilliant on YouTube because once we take the calls, like at Destination Bourbon. Yeah. We could say, all right, who knows what this is? And then, hey, Tim from Portsmouth, what do you got? Uh, Tim from Portsmouth says it's uh Right, Whatever. like a phone a friend. Exactly. Yeah. So that this segment will be even better on YouTube when we get there. So I'd probably love this segment if I would get a million bucks if I could phone a friend. Exactly. So, but there's one listener. All right. No pressure to that listener who's possibly going to get this song on the words and will definitely get it on the audio clip that I'm almost positive. Oh, God, look out, look out, God damn it. That, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Look at that's that's the editing area. Uh oh, what's going on? Oh, that was that song was "Artificial Suicide" by Bad Omens, which has nothing to do with anything. So that that's the kind of stuff <laughs> that um, um, the big dog from Spilling the Nachos referred to on episode forty nine. They just released episode fifty today, by the way. So that had um, nothing to do with. What I was talking about, but I don't know what artificial suicide was, so don't even don't fear fear not, Dave. That wasn't that. All right, back to professionalism. All right, yeah, take a breath. There you go. Let it out. All right, down to who knows who, just to socialize. I'm waiting for my girls. When you call my eyes, you got to weigh to make a man, honey. You got to understand. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take one. I'm gonna take one more drink, and I'm gonna cue the music. Yeah, I don't think there's any way I'm gonna get that on the on the lyrics. I'm almost positive my listener in question. I'm not going to put any pressure on that listener like I'm putting on you, Dave. But I'm almost positive. If, even without the... He may have got it on the lyrics, but All with right. that intro, he got it. No pressure. And for my money, the most underrated song by this group. 
I would agree with that since I have no idea. I don't even recognize the the melody. All right. Blow I think this one even stumped Grandpa Blackhawk. Good guitar riff. Here come the lyric. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't even think I've heard this song ever. But I recognize the leads. I recognize the voice of the lead singer. It's but give me the band anyway. That's why I think. I it's a, I'm very. This isn't somebody. This isn't somebody that I would that I have on any of my playlists unless it's a mix. Do you know what I but, mean? But going through college. Yeah, 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 yes, yes. I should I should know just from the and like I said, lead, you might not know the song because like from the I, lead, I, I should in, know it. In my opinion, it's one of their best songs, and it's truly underrated. It's called Lord of the Thighs by Aerosmith. That was Steven Tyler? Yes. Shut up. Yes, it was. Yeah, so that's not who I thought it All was. Right. I mean I I, I was trying to go through my hairband lead singers, but right. no, I would never have well, picked right, that up so as Steven Tyler. Hey, you know what? I love you like a podcast partner. You know that, right? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, if you didn't know that was Aerosmith, we may have to shit can this game because, I mean, then, and, I and never, again, I didn't, I honestly, I honestly didn't, and in fact, I'm sure Liz didn't get it. Yeah. Grandpa Blackhawk didn't get it. Yeah. You guys, cause I think this is arguably their best song, and nobody knows about it. Yeah. But you should have at least given me Aerosmith after I gave you the full sixty-second yeah. intro. See, maybe, to the song. maybe I just—I I, don't—some of Aerosmith's original stuff, some of the you know the early days, if you want to call it. I mean, I think his voice has changed a lot. Well, when you I, yeah, get into actually, the, two years ago he went and he went to Nashville and became he recorded a country album on his own, not with Aerosmith, obviously. Right, right. But. right. I'm just saying that. I did not. That is not who I thought. Right. I would have never guessed that was Steven Tyler. And like I said, I'm not even going to give you a, a loss for that. I'm giving right. you a loss for Shake It Up. Yeah. Shake It Up yeah, was that, a good loss. A, yeah. You can deduct points, actually, from any score I have. Lord of, so Lord of the Thighs, I'm not even going to give you a negative for because yeah. I just wanted to get that out there because I actually think that's my favorite Aerosmith song. Yeah. And there's the, the one listener knows what I'm talking about, and if he didn't get it, he's on the shit list, too. <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's go to baseball. All right, let's do that. All right. Weird, wild stuff in baseball. What's today? May 22nd? Yep. Friday was May 20th. May 20th, the Colorado Rockies game was snowed out by a, bl- oh, by a, bl- a, by a blizzard a in, Den- by a blizzard in Denver, Colorado. I got a picture from my uncle. said it was 85 degrees two days ago, and yep. he showed a picture of his porch with a foot of snow on it. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, so a, a May 20th game was snowed out in Denver, Colorado. Uh, Liz, Nick, and myself are going there, I want to say, Tuesday, July 26th to get me down to one stadium to go. Yep. Hopefully it doesn't snow in July. Yeah, that would that would be weird. Um, but, yeah, so anyway. So much for global warming if that happens. Exactly. So where's my sports page? There, that's over here. All right, so 
Snow game snowed out in Colorado on Friday. A week ago today, this so but we we don't typically look at baseball games the day we record the day of. But last Sunday, basically he's a friend of the pod now. Hunter Green, pitcher for the Cincinnati Reds. I mentioned yeah. him oh, yeah. a few mm-hmm. pods ago because he had the most 100-mile-an-hour pitches. Yep. And then I think he gave up X number of home runs. I want to say it was five, more on five home runs in an inning later. Or not in an inning, in a game. And now today he's part of it because a week ago today, the Pittsburgh Pirates beat the Cincinnati Reds one to nothing, and were no hit. And Hunter Green was the starting pitcher that game, went seven innings, gave up, was charged with the one run, and he had five walks and nine strikeouts. So I stand by my I'd, – I'd, I'd love to get this guy in the pot because he's my example, my version of the real-life Epi Calvin Nuke Lelouch from Bull Durham. Right. Be, because the guy throws 100 miles an hour. Yeah. And like Kevin Costner said to the one hitter, she said, I wouldn't dig in if I were you. <laughs> I don't know where it's going. I swear to God. And um, But anyway, so he started the eighth. The, he walked a guy. They took him out. A couple walks later in a sacrifice fly, the, uh, the Pirates are up one nothing after eight. Pirate pitchers get out of the ninth inning, win the game one nothing with no hits. And yet, like we talked – Earlier, in like 50 episodes, or not, or I don't know how many episodes, but last year in the baseball season, that's not considered a no-hitter because they only the, the Pirates only, or the Reds only pitched eight innings. Ah, and more gotcha. On, yeah, more, okay. more on that later, and when I say more on that later, I think the listeners know where I'm going with that. And hey, lo and behold, the Red Sox. I last Sunday I said they had took two out of had taken two out of three from the Rangers to win their second series of the year, and then this week they won two more series. They took two out of three from the Astros, and they swept in a rare four game series. There are not many four game no. series anymore, and there are even fewer four game sweeps. But they swept the Seattle Mariners this weekend. There's still like six trillion games behind the Yankees because the Yankees just don't fucking lose, right? And so you I know why I, you know why they don't, right? Because people can't stop looking at those damn pinstripes. That's probably that strike. But you know how they're gonna lose? I'm gonna put another deposit in my FanDuel account and bet on them to win the <laughs> there World you Series. Go. You know, so that Mike's money will trump any curse out there. So, but anyway, yeah. So they're playing better. They're only like four games out of a wild card spot. So you, hey, you get into the wild card. You know, it's just like they said a dumb and dumber. So you're saying there's, there's a, a chance. chance. Oh, and then the Preakness. Yeah, yeah. Some horse. There's only nine. Is there typically only nine horses in the Preakness? No, I thought there was more because there was nine yesterday. Yeah, and I may, you know, maybe I talked of this earlier. And I, I'm sure I did because I had it scripted to say, but maybe I never said it in my drunkenness. But who won the Kentucky Derby? What was that horse's name? Uh, uh, eighty to one. Yeah, shot. let's call him the yeah. eighty to one. Eighty wonder. to one horse. Yeah. Did he win the Preakness? Uh, no, he didn't. He why? Because he didn't run the Preakness. Why? Because they rested him <laughs> for the Belmont. 
The Belmonts are like fucking four weeks. It's a fucking horse. What are you resting him for? Right. Who cares? Right. I know, I mean, yeah, I know. And it's like you. I mean, the horse doesn't give a shit. The, the, everybody. The, said, horse, oh, the horse is probably horse, still drunk after his last win. Well, that's. What, but I. I've always. Every. I don't watch many horse racing <laughs> documentaries, but I've seen a few. Charismatic uh, was interesting, but they always put the emphasis on the horse. And I'm not saying horses aren't smart animals. I'm not saying dog. I'm not saying animals aren't smart. Right. But you're not. Fu- what is what is, it, what is the what, the winner of the Kentucky Derby? What what is he? An NBA athlete? You got to fucking rest him every third day. Yeah. He's not fucking James Harden. He's a fucking horse. <laughs> Run his ass. It's two fucking minutes every three weeks. Right. You can't, this horse can't run two minutes in three weeks. It's pretty stressful, Mike. You're going to sit a horse that has, because if you win the Kentucky Derby, you legitimately have a chance to win the Triple Crown. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, see, Duke agrees with me. Yeah. You. Uh, I mean, you got to win two more races for sure. Yeah. But no shit, you have to. I got to remember to close that damn door. He's all right. But Duke is saying, Mike, I, that's that's dog speak for saying, Mike, I couldn't agree with you more. If I was, if I would have won the Kentucky Derby, I'd have been out there fucking racing the Preakness, <laughs> is what Duke is telling us right, right now. So, I mean, that's just bizarre. We're rusting. Rusting him for what? <laughs> right. He's going to run a couple more races. You're going to have the, the old... The job of jacking off the horse to inseminate another horse to, to sell a, a foil. That is what a... Yeah. Foil, no, not foil. 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 Foil, foil. Yeah. Um, to sell a foil, you know, to some rich guy for $6 trillion and say, hey, his dad was a winner of the Kentucky Derby. And this is somebody's going to pay $6 million for his foal. The, the horse has plenty of time to rest. Right. So, Yeah, anyway, I don't, I don't whatever. understand it either. But uh, I want to bring up golf. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, who won the PGA Championship? Well, it, Which, by the way, is another corrections corner that two people, Tom Dittmer and Jim Baird, both said to me, and I said I would correct it, and I never did. You said, like when I said BBC and you didn't correct me, right. you said there were five majors and I didn't correct you, but Jim and Tom are both adamant that we're full of shit. There's not five majors. There's four majors, and one is like almost like an acknowledge the PGA Championships or whatever. One is yeah. only, you know, so they wanted me to say it's a corrections corner. There's only four majors in golf. Yeah. Uh, that, that, was like, that was like eight episodes ago. I mean, sure, that sure, was sure. like Masters weekend that we talked about that. Exactly. Um, I'm like, I'm all of, I'm Sorry. <laughs> I got distracted by freaking dog. But see, my dog or your dog don't piss me off. If, this, if that was a next-door neighbor's dog, yeah. I would have smashed everything in the South Studios. But that's your dog, or if it's Ruby, hey, they're going to get preferential treatment. They're like part of the pot. True, those true, those true. dogs across the, the way from me, fuck them. I don't like those dogs. <laughs> and uh, Mainly because yeah, it's, no, not the dogs, it's, it's not the dog's fault. Okay, well, wait a second. It's not yeah. the dog's fault. But I just can't understand why people would spend $3,000. I think they're fucking ugly dogs. I think they're um, Labradoodles, I think they are. Oh, God. They're, they're, they're bigger, and they, they have the hair of yeah, a yeah, poodle. Yeah, yeah. And I, the only dog I've never liked is a poodle. 
What? Uh, uh, the hair. The hair oh, is stupid. Okay. <laughs> it, it, they look stupid, especially at the Westminster Club Dog Show, right. Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show, when they're they're all really bouffanted out. Those, oh, yeah. That looks fucking ridiculously dumb. And then you know that dog just went to look at his pants around saying, I wish someone would just shoot me. I look so stupid. You know, I know that's what the dog is thinking. <laughs> Probably. In fact, that's, in fact, that's the sequel to... Yeah. Uh, a dog's life. A, do- a dog's <laughs> life, too. It's going to be a poodle that's just down on a suicidal because he's been run through too many dog shows. Anyway, PGA Championship. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I have. N- that's not what I was going to bring up something different about golf. Oh, okay. But the PGA Championship, uh, I saw a little bit of it. And, of course, you who's know, winning it? In Dave Land right now, I, I have no idea. I could look it up. Uh, I could do that right now. You could play some music. But. Uh, yeah, exactly. Super professional on, on today's podcast. Anyway, anyway, yeah, we're we'll talking golf. That you so anyway, we'll about. we'll get we'll get that in a second. But I, I had an interesting text um, that was sent to me, and Justin Thomas. What is it? Yep, Justin Thomas. I didn't there think he go. was in the leaderboard. Oh, he was a little. Uh, no, he came from behind actually. That's As what, did I. That's what he said. <laughs> Um, no, I, I got a text. Um, all right. I want you to tell me, Mike, let's see. Who's that? John Daly. It is John Daly. Yes. And so this guy says, I'm going to tell my kids, this is Santa Claus on his sled. Okay. So then, um, but the, the text before that said, uh, all right. So this is, um, Will Brinson tweeted out, uh, followed him for 18 holes, hawking his every move, taking meticulous notes every time he reached for his golf bag, took a bite or sip or a puff. A few first holes were just kind of eye-opening. By the back nine, I realized I was essentially watching someone pitch a perfect game. The final tally of literally everything he put into his body over a full 18 holes. 21 cigars, 12 Diet Cokes, 6 packs of peanut M&M's, and 0.0 ounces of water. (laughs) And so I tweeted, not tweeted, I emailed, uh, Jesus, David. I text back to my friend. I said, sounds like an egregiously slow suicide using free radicals. Now, so in that round that that person was watching, he didn't drink any beer? I don't think they're allowed. On, oh. on a official, I, I'm oh, cause, assuming because Jim a, Baird Facebook messaged me, John Daly's getting loose for golf, and he it was either a Coors Light or a Miller's Light, and he reaches into his bag and he just chugs the 12 ounce can of Coors Light or Miller's Light, whatever it was. He said, "Okay, I'm loose. Where's the first tee?" <laughs> right. Well, he could probably do that beforehand, yeah. but I think once he All gets right. to the tee, they're now on the tee, yeah. Mr. John Santa Claus Daly. Um, yeah, but, uh, the 21 cigars though, 21, 21 cigs. Does that say cigs? Yeah. Oh, my bad. How do I get cigars out of that? Yeah. You saw CIG. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a chain smoker. Okay. Um, this is a little before that, but on ESPN 30 for 30, uh, drip it and rip it or hit it long or whatever. It's good. The John Daly 30 for 30 is actually very interesting. I mean, he's. Right, it, like I mean, he was a comet that rose to the top. Yep, and crashed just as quickly. But people love him 
all the same, even though he's nowhere near the player he was for that one, what was it, 9 to 15 month stretch? Yeah, something along those lines, right. But look at him, he's still getting out, he's still oh, yeah. he putting everything he's got yeah, in he don't give a fuck. Um, oh, and yeah. a shout out to Tommy from Spilling the Nachos, just a little, now that we're talking sports. On ESPN Plus, just about every game of the regular season, except the ones that were on national TV in the NHL, were on ESPN Plus. And that's why you saw that you could watch them on ESPN Plus. Now that it's the playoffs, you have to sign into your, you have to go to the main page of the ESPN Plus app, or the ESPN app, and then log in through your provider. If you if you don't have a provider, which a lot of people don't when they go with all the apps, I just happen to keep DirecTV at least for one more year because the NFL Sunday tickets on DirecTV for one more year, and then everything's going to be streaming. Then I'll get rid of DirecTV, but I can sign in through DirecTV and watch the playoffs on the ESPN app on the one TV. Otherwise, I got to go down on the other TV and watch it through DirecTV. But the playoff games are not available on ESPN+. And right. it's just a, a after-the-fact correction to the Spill of the Nachos episode 50 when they were talking their hockey yeah. playoffs and Tommy was wondering why he couldn't see the, the playoffs on ESPN+. I think that's the reason why I take it up the shoot with the sandpaper finish is because with, with Spectrum, you know, I still had the Spectrum streaming here in the house, so that I don't have to fart around with all that. I just, right. you know, I just right. get all that stuff. And the only thing, you know, I see what you're saying that, and I'm I'm the same way. But like in the bedroom, Liz and I only have the Fire Stick. Gotcha. So it's just the streaming with Netflix, sure. this, right. that, and the other. So when when it's on ESPN, the only way I can watch it upstairs in the bedroom. To fall asleep, like tonight, for instance, when I get home from the cell studio after the pod and I want to watch the end of Calgary, I'll be actually fucked on that because tonight's Calgary-Edmonton game's on TNT, so I'll have to pass out on the couch to watch that. But anyway, otherwise, you know, I'll go up in the bedroom and I have to sign in to ESPN gotcha. on the Fire Stick through DirecTV, and then I can watch it on that. But uh, but like Tommy was saying, during the regular season, you go to ESPN Plus, and damn near every fucking hockey game was on because of the contract the NHL signed with ESPN. Gotcha. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that made. I didn't take notes, but that made sense. Thanks. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to help the listeners, Dave. <laughs> well, let's help them. Let's help them by rating this. All right. Well, you're first. All right. I'm first, and for the probably the. We're on episode 127, 27, and 27, probably for the 54th time yeah, or more because sometimes we have more stouts and porters than one in an episode. I'll say for at least the 54th time, yeah, I'm going to say Mr. IPA has become Mr. Stout or Mr. Porter. And the flavors of this were spectacular. And I'm going to go 4-1. Oh, wow. Because I absolutely loved it. God, like, you and I are getting dialing in on the same page. But, yeah, I, I mean, smooth might be a little bit, you know, for a 9.5, IBU, smooth might not be a real accurate. But you pulled it, 
there was that the the chocolate rich flavor of a porter slashed out but yet there's still the bourbon but the salted caramel kind of masked the bourbon and it was just the perfect right finish i agree i couldn't have said it any better and i had you heard me tap my paper i had, I had already written down a 4.0 so i didn't though with some of the four plus ratings we've had with some of our porters and and uh stouts um, flavor was amazing, obviously, with the 4.0, but there wasn't that kicker for me that sent it, you know, into the right. 4.2, 4.5 range. Which is what, which is what you said about uh, Tropical Beer Hug, which, by the way, listeners, I Dave had it at how many list, or ratings? 2.3 thousand, and I said, oh, Dave, I had that at 16.1. The Tropical Beer yeah, Hug, yeah. And, that was because you you looked at the 2022 version. Right. I just took the first one, which was old. So I don't. If we're drinking the 2022, your 2000s right, my 16000s right. But all right. So you rated that beer four, and couldn't keep it up because nothing over the top, and you rated it. So it's a dead heat, and you couldn't rate it. And again, and this is a legit question. I'm not bashing you. I mean, right. hey, your rankings are your rankings. Right. The question is. Yeah. All right, gun to your head. Answer the fucking question, Dave. Ooh, that's that would be a hard one. Who today. are you fucking taking? What are you taking uh, for the to to sit and watch Major Pain on that deserted island every day of the rest of your life? What are you going? Are you going with a uh, tropical beer hug or the the Anderson Valley salted caramel porter? Because you gave them both the four, and you said you had to keep it at a flat four because neither one had the wump to get it over the four. So, what are you what are you going to watch Major Pain on the Desert Island with? Anybody that's been listening to this pod since the first episode for so for 127 episodes, you know, almost three years, they're going to say Dave is going to pick the salted caramel, but I'm not. Oh, see, I, that's the one I would I would I and I was one of those people. I am not because, and you know, you know why? Because that tropical flavor of the beer hug. That was refreshing to me, and probably in the back of my head, you know what? What do I hold this porter up to? What do I hold all the porters up to? The Kentucky Barrel Bourbon peppermint, peppermint style. Yeah, the okay. peppermint, and so it all just. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It just in my oh, yeah, head. That, yeah, that had a little more. Okay, fair enough. And then like I say again, I wasn't putting you on the spot or right. you know trying. But you, well, you weren't you, putting me on the spot, but that's okay. I rose to the a, challenge. And it, was, and, I, and it was a legit putting you on the spot. It was just like, hey, you 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 rated a It basically was a dead heat on your rating system. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I just said put you on the spot. You can pick one, but not the other. And all right. I, in this case, I would go with that tropical beer hug. All right, so that that'll work out great. Like if we go over to Jeff Laporte's house when he's hosting a podcaster great party. Yep. And he's got one of each, and say, hey, guys. Fight amongst yourself. I, you know, since I went 410 to 376, I'll gladly take the salted caramel porter <laughs> and you can have the tropical beer hug. Deal. Well, Mike, you can be salty and I'll take the hug. But in the meantime, we're going to try this uh, third tasting from Eponymous Brewing Company from Jeff Laporte. Yeah, Jeff Laporte, uh, Brookings, South Dakota. Brookings, South Dakota from his goose hunting expedition. Yes. All right. And this gets us down to. I believe there is one remaining from the just <laughs> Tre- bountiful treasure trove. Treasure treasure trove 
of donations that Jeff brought back. The only thing he brought back more of than beer for the pod was snow geese that he killed, which apparently are like, you know, like Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds, which is just drop as many as you can. So, uh, but yeah. So. Uh, Citronim Nim is yep. what this one is called. Uh, C I T R A N Y M hyphen N Y M. Citronim Nim. It is a triple IPA coming in at 9.5%. And I don't think I got an IBU on nope, this one. Nope, it was the old zero or infamous NA. Right on. And again, as uh, with all his donations from the South Dakota, South Dakota trip, they were 24 ounces or more. And this is a 32-ounce crawler, so you'll only hear the one crack as Dave and I are going to... Split this probably 26 6. You gonna, yep, you gonna I got hold, it. You got it, yep. Look at that. It's gonna be a terrible pour. Yeah, that's 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 arguably the worst pour in 127 episodes of flights, football, and anything else, <laughs> quite possibly without question. That's yeah. all right, though. But you're not you. You know, you're not used to holding. Now, if I had the three inch head that that beer has, I'd be a porn legend. <laughs> yeah. In your in your own mind, right? Well, no, that that's that. You know, if you got a head that big, you're a legend in anybody's mind. And I don't right. think I don't think it's going in their mind. All right, before this gets yeah. out of All right, yeah, before so, it gets out of hand, I mean, we, we can't cheers on that because, fuck, I won't taste anything. <laughs> That's true. we got to let that settle just a bit. All right. So, so as, it, as it settles, what do we have, Dave? So what do we've got? I, I'm going to, you know, I don't have, I had quite a professional pour there. Well, you had a professional pour, but I was one that cracked it, and I don't know why it was so disturbed and everything. But as we wait for the head to settle, oh, look out! Look out! Oh, <laughs> All right, as a pot first, we will uh, get <laughs> into me. extracurriculars before we even taste the third segment. So, all right, here we go. <clears throat> I'm going to start in with the second sentence of the song. Okay. Because the first sentence is five words, and it has the title in it, so it would be stupid to sure. mention the, the, the first sentence. All right. And I'm even going to go in the medley. I'm okay. going to try, because right. the listeners yeah, know yeah. what a great singer I am. Yeah. All right. Come on in and see what's happening. Pay the price. Get your ticket for the show. The stage is set. The band is playing. Uh... Hold on. I know. I, I think yeah, I got I, it. I think I, I got I, it. I'm just queuing it up just in case you know. I think I got it. Because um, we've all heard this before. Um, oh, shit. I can. I are think, you, sure, are I you think, sure you're a good test taker? No, I, I mean, I, you well, say you are. I mean, as long as it's multiple choice, I'm good. It's, it's all good. Show that never. Oh, you know what? Maybe I'm getting it mixed up with the show that never ends. Come inside. Come inside. Yep, that's not that that's one. That's not that one. No. Shit. Okay, so I don't know what it is. All right. Well, it sounded well, like it a little bit. Yep, but you know. So. Uh. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that's... Yeah. Hold on. Damn it. God, I guess I'm not a good test taker when it comes to this stuff. Just a second. I, I, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I just don't want dead air. That's all. Then the listeners are used to it. I mean, you know, especially segment three when Mike's usually <laughs> can't even fucking where you where you you're usually holding me up by the collar of my shirt just so I don't fall away from the microphone. I have if I don't I'm I don't think I don't know Mike I might run out into traffic if I don't get this one because I um I love this song and I'm absolutely brain farting on it. <laughs> Apparently you do. Oh my god, no! Shit. Oh my God, David! I know. Uh, this is I know it. It is very embarrassing. Uh, Yo, know, like I said, the Lord <sighs> of the Thighs. I was going to give you. Yes. I just I had to get that in there because I love that song by Earl Smith, and I didn't think you were going to get it. And that was a setup. I'm not. Yeah. Even, that, like I told you, I'm not even going to give you. An, uh, See, a the problem is that. too right now. I mean, like it, it's you keep talking, and I'm listening to what you're saying because Mike, I pay attention to you, and um, as should everybody. All right, well, oh anyway, while God. you think about that, let's get back. Let's taste it because the, the head has finally gone down. That's what she said. Oh. So let's taste Citronem Nem, a triple IPA from Eponymous Brewing Company. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, that's got a fucking nice fucking grapefruit smell on the note. Oh, beautiful. That that's actually uh that's that's fantastic. But the last two we've had from Jeff Laporte have been I agree. Walk off Grand Slam fucking type. I I don't know. I, like right now I almost can't even focus because I'm so embarrassed that I can't bring up the the song or the 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 band. Oh, sticks. Sticks is the band. God dang it! Is is it? It's not sail away. Nope. No, it's um. Sail uh, away, I believe, is a gathering angel. of angels. Yeah, appeared before my eyes. All right, they uh, sang to me a song of hope. Yeah. yeah now I'm getting that. off track. Um, come on in and see what's happening. Pay the price. Get your ticket for the show. The stage is set. The band is playing. Um. So you think your life is a... Alright. You, you gotta find a new podcast partner. This is... This is you gotta find somebody that... Oh. All right, Dave. Well, here, see if you can get it with with this. You got these great big leaders. And now I'm going to say, I'm going to give you the first word of yeah. the sentence, the the first line that I left out. Welcome. To the show that never ends. Welcome to, to, to the, the show. To the. Welcome to the. Blank blank. Come on in and see what's happening. Pay the price. Get your ticket for the show. The stage is set. Shit. The band is. God damn. 
the listeners are getting they're they're they've already fucking stopped listening, but we're gonna finish this cocksucker right now. <laughs> Dave. Yeah, Dave doesn't pay attention. <laughs> All right. I would have well, never got. I would in in what was going through my head. The, the grand illusion was not one of them. So no, right. I don't. I clearly don't pay attention. All right. Well, after I like sticks though. I mean, yeah. I, I when a stick song comes on, I enjoy it. But that's, All right. yeah, shit. You did say sticks, right? I did. Okay. Yeah, I did. I knew one of the other songs. I didn't say Come no, Sail Away. No, but what rhymes with sticks? <laughs> I didn't say dicks. No. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, no. All right. Uh, all right, Dave. Well, we had a... Uh, in the news, no no jokes, no nothing. No hyperbole. Nothing. But for whatever reason, these stories that I found interesting were alerted to my phone for whatever reason. And it's like... Nobody that glued their penis shut this no, time, no, no, nothing like that. Okay. And it's like... Um, all right, so the the one that was... I found interesting was... Yeah, the uh, the old Saginaw Fairgrounds. Okay. The, oh, this is local news. Yes, okay. local news. All right, got it. Uh, like some unshakable ghost, the, the abandoned county fairgrounds, raceway grandstand peaks over the tree line... You know, beyond the property's front gates, time marches on nearly two decades since the last emission ticket was sold there. Neighbors move in and out of homes. The makes and models of vehicles change. Children, blah, 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 blah. So now there's rumor is that they're going to redo the, the Saginaw Fairgrounds. Okay. And I'm thinking, all right, okay, oh, redo it, meaning like uh, maybe bring horse racing back or I would maybe put a strip mall in there with... Which undoubtedly would have a coffee shop, a uh, marijuana dispensary, and uh, a, an auto parts store. Uh, exactly, yeah. whatever. <laughs> and, and a pharmacy. Like, that, that'd be cool. But I'm thinking more along the lines. I mean, I don't know. Would would a horse racing go over in this? Area? But then, if you continue to read the article, it's like there's this the a group where like X amount of dollars for government funds. Are it's like the project to renovate urban area, whatever the, the whatever it's called. I'm not going to look up the entire. I'm not going to read the entire article to the, the listeners, but it, it's like some absurd money. It, Fifty million dollars, yeah. and they're going to turn it into a park. And I'm like. $50 million for, and I know it costs money to take those grandstands down. Because I, I would imagine it's a, a little bit of an eyesore if you're living over there and sure. you're a taxpayer oh, yeah. and you look yeah. out your window and you see the, the dilapidated grandstand of Saginaw Harness Raceway. What a, you know, okay, right. I get it. But a $50 fucking million dollars for a park? Yeah. You know, give me something more. I mean, I'm all for Should a, a go-kart track in there. Yeah, go-kart, putty golf, go-kart. Um a Starbucks, a you know, a dispensary, <laughs> sure. a, you know, a Barnes and Noble, something. Give you know, right? A park though. Yeah, it's like, come on. Yeah. You know, I so I mean, I'm all for renovation. I'm all for, but fifty million dollars. You're you're saying just to, you know, doze it, get rid of the stuff, and, and then grow some grass. I don't want. And, I want. I want. 
a job creator. Oh, I if see. If anybody's what you're willing to fucking work, right? You know, and then put something there that will draw people there. I mean, I don't know. Is horse racing dead? I, I don't think it's dead. I mean, they just fucking did the Kentucky Derby and the Preakness and they're resting horses to fucking do so. Right. So they can't be fucking dead. Right. So, and then now with the, you know the ease of sports betting and gambling and everything. You know, so I, but I don't necessarily know if putting the horse track is back there. But I mean, right. really, a park is. I mean, isn't all isn't really a park going to be just subjected to uh, dealing narcotics and shit? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's like maybe put a strip mall there. Put something. I'm all for that. Right. Yeah, I, I got here in uh, the summer of '94. I think is when I got here, and I know back in Shelley's the summer t- of '94. Um, Shelly took me to the to a horse race there. Oh, that was, Liz and I, I, think Liz it, and I went one of When did it shut down? Because it was soon after that. Was it, it was before 2000? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely before 2000. And Liz and I. It had to have shut down Liz and I soon were, after Liz 94. and I were married in 92. Yeah. Because our 30th year is October 24th of this year. Yeah. So, and I know Liz and I went to the horse track together. So that would have been 89 to 92 it was open. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think 94, 95 is when the, when they stopped horse racing there. But it was fun. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And and then even the second, it, then you would almost have to, it's obligatory a word? It is. Obligatory. It was almost an obligation. Let's, say, let's go that way. Okay. It was almost an obligation yeah. to go to the Saginaw County Fair. Third, I mean, Mike. It was fucking lame. But. Third segment, Mike. <laughs> Keep it to like two syllables. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, was, it was lame, but it was like, hey, you know, hey, I went to the fair. I supported the fucking community. Because how is the Saginaw County Fair in Chesney? May, okay, maybe Chesney's in Saginaw County, whatever. I, I get it, but bullshit. Saginaw County Fair belongs at the fairgrounds. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was just trying to look it up. Saginaw Harness Raceway. When was that? Uh, Saginaw Valley Downs. Saginaw Valley Downs has got to be somewhere else. That can't be. No, that was it. Was that it? Yeah. Huh. No, I'm trying to. Huh. Saginaw, Michigan. 2020 update. Saginaw Harness Raceway was a half was a half mile racetrack. Blah 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 blah. Okay, a little history on it, but it doesn't say when they took it down. There's still a website on this? They did a program listed more, most of the purses uh, at around $1,000. Uh, 2013. Uh, oh, has been closed since 2005. Yeah. There was fucking horse racing in 2005? That's what it says. Wow. Has been closed since 2005. As with most small tracks in rural rural locations, uh, information is hard to find. It looks like the fairgrounds where it existed has also gone out of business. Well, yeah, that, So it's yeah. hard to tell what's left there. Best I can tell is the grandstand may still be there. Because it is. Nobody wants to foot the bill to tear it down. Maybe if somebody, if someone around Saginaw reads this, they could help me out. Send me an email, et cetera, et cetera. So two, there was horse racing 17 years ago. I, You know what? Yeah. The, listeners, this isn't a corrections corner. This is a call out for help. Do your due diligence. Let Dave or I know. Dave and I are going to do our due diligence. Because my dad has been dead 
for 25 years. And I know there's been no horse racing in the time of his death. And 25 years ago would be 1996. Yeah. Well, this update was in 2020. So, but I got it. There was no, there was no fucking way there was. It opened in 1980. That that I'll agree with. I'll yeah. agree with that. The 1989 program listed most of the purses at around a thousand dollars, and some of the open races going for four thousand dollars. In 2013, so fast forward past the apparent 2005 closing. In 2013, not only the track, the track grandstand but most of the fairgrounds buildings have been demolished all right so yeah that that that, that's probably yeah that's probably true but then in the next it says 2020 update because the grandstand's still up right well so that's wrong then it says not only the track grandstand but most of the fairground buildings have been demolished i thought i drove through there not too long ago and i thought i I saw the grandstand i thought i did too yeah but so it says it has been closed since the end of 2005. All right, that might have been the fair. Uh, well, we're gonna. Uh, that's no, an interesting this, fact. This that's is. an interesting fact check because there's no fucking way that there was horse racing nine yeah. years after my dad died. I'm almost positive there was no horse racing the entire the entirety of my dad's death. Okay. I, and well, and this guy's even looking. Whoever put this website up, he said. Uh, maybe if someone around Saginaw reads this, they could help me out. Send me an email about how it looks now. All right. And well, save the, leave that page open, and we're going to send it, because I'll, I'll drive fucking by there and take a picture of it right. and send it to him. Because there, and if, if there was horse racing in 2005, then I have many, many tumors growing out of my brain that just are not letting me function properly gotcha. with remembering shit. All right. All right, the second story that I had, I, you know, in all my topics of like the Jeffrey Dahmers and the the serial killers and the macabre nature of this stuff. Nice um, use of the word macabre, by the thank way. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it took 127 episodes, but I got it in. <laughs> um, all right, so Grashy County, Grashy County, Michigan. A Grashy County man has been found not guilty by reason of insanity in the shooting death of his wife. Troy Blake of Elwell, wherever the fuck that is, shot and killed his 29-year-old wife Jessica in January of 2021 after two psychiatric evaluations that showed he wasn't competent for trial. A not guilty plea by reason of insanity has been accepted. Court records indicate Burke told police that he believed his tablet device was sending him signals from members of QAnon that his wife was a CIA asset and told him to kill her to save the world from child sex trafficking. Burke will now go to the Michigan Center for Forensic Psychiatry in Ypsilanti for 60 days for more testing and that he may spend the rest of his life in a mental health facility. And I fucking say, bullshit. And you look at the picture, I know it's judging a book by a cover, but this guy right here is a fucking idiot. He's a, a loser, a dodo bird. He's a, he's a, do, a, lo, he's a loser. And it's the reason of insanity, no shit, that every fucking person who kills somebody should get off on 
you know, cause like, all right, let's say we're in episode 977 of flights, football, and anything else. And I find, you know, I fucking play another song and yet again, you fucking don't get it. And you fucking snap and you fucking just beat the fuck out of me. Smash my fucking head into the concrete floor till my fucking skull burst open right. like it did Pop in it like a, a the I remake of the, the sequel of Texas Chainsaw Massacre that went straight to Netflix. And you say, oh, you know, he... I, I, I went insane because I didn't know Grand Illusion by Styx for the 15th time he gave me that fucking question. And they let you off and I was like, well, no fucking shit, you're insane. Not a, a, a sane-minded individual doesn't fucking kill somebody because they said their, his fuck, their tablet said she was working for QAnon. This fucking guy is a loser. Bang. Next case. <laughs> the, the, we're going into the court of Judge Peters here. Like you said, right. the old cowboy rule. You know, right. um, what was that old Western judge? He, he always used to say, he said, you may not be guilty of this crime, but you're probably guilty of something. <laughs> and it's like, this this loser is like, come on. So what what is your take on the insanity plea? Because literally, like, like all of a sudden, like, you know, the time when I threw my phone. When you like, and when I thought yeah. you goaded me into like, yeah. ah, fuck the Red Sox lost and you lost your bat, you fuck you, you're a loser. You know, should yeah. I have been able to kill you and say, oh, I went insane, Your Honor, because he laughed at me because not only did my team lose, I lost my bat. Well, yeah, they got, they have to. I don't know who digs into this or figures out. You know, is he, is he just doing this to get the insanity plea so he doesn't have to go to prison and he can stay in a psych ward? You know, who figures that shit out? That's what I'm saying. There's that I I say you got to get rid of the temper. You got to get rid of the temporary and or insanity plea because it's like his fucking tablet didn't tell him shit, and if he thinks it literally did, death penalty. <laughs> he we don't need him here. I don't because if he's that fucking off base. It's like, right. well, you, you know, the judge has got to be looking at me like, do you want him living with you? And everyone would be like, oh, fuck no, I don't want him living with me. All right, death penalty, gone. And my favorite story of the week. I mean, this is, I mean, this is the brilliance of Jerry Seinfeld and the show Seinfeld. You know, the, he always said it was about, it's a show about nothing. Right. And everything on Seinfeld, if you look at almost every episode, you can say to yourself, I remember a time when, you know, yeah. I, you know, and you can draw, and here's a, a situation that you've been in before right. you can relate to. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> this is my favorite story, and I'll get to my take on it. It's like, and it's updated May 20th, 2022 at 3.49 p.m. So, Friday. Right. All right. The headline, and for whatever reason, my phone is getting these. I'm not searching for this shit. My phone's getting it. <laughs> Still handcuffed Midland man escapes. All right. A 34-year-old handcuffed middle man reportedly shimmied under a locked seatbelt in a Michigan State police car Thursday and ran while the trooper and a Midland County deputy were investigating the scene of a crime. Brandon Gear is charged with possession of meth methamphetamine 
destruction to a police or fire vehicle, and escaping custody. He's being held on a $50,000 cash security, not security, surety, a $50,000 cash surety bond in the Midland County Jail. He was arraigned last Friday in Midland 75th District County. Uh, Gear has more than 20 offenses on his crime sheet dating back to 2010. Uh, the original incident occurred about 11.45 a.m. Uh, Mount Pleasant State Police, Michigan State Police Lieutenant Kim Better said Gear was arrested a second time at 11 p.m. All right, so 11.45 a.m. to 11 p.m. Here's my take. This is all I got to say. This cat is arrested at 11 a.m. Right. Handcuffed in a Michigan police, uh, Michigan State Police car. Yeah. Escapes and is rearrested again at 11 p.m. 12 hours later. Here's my solution to this. Arresting officers at the 11.45 a.m. are suspended pending investigation, hopefully ultimately fired. And Mr. Gear. He doesn't have carte blanche to distribute or possess methamphetamines from this day forward, but all previous charges are dropped because if you fucking get out of the back of a police car, seat down in the back of a police car while handcuffed and get away for 12 hours, hey, you got to be the flight football and anything else listener of the week and get an attaboy or something for like, how do you fucking get out of the back of a police car? Right. No, I got it. Uh, so yeah, let's let, let's hear it from Mr. Gear. Now, if he if he was involved in like child porn or trafficking or something, then obviously not. Yeah, he, yeah, he doesn't yeah. get any it's kind a little, of an award. He gets he gets he gets the Judge Peters, you know, solution to whatever. And the stricter penalties on the how would you like to be that yo? How would you like to be that cop? So, yeah. <laughs> well, while well, he was. Cuffed in the back of my car. Well, where is he now? I don't know. Well, what the fuck were you doing? What do you mean you I don't, don't know? I don't know. I mean, he was a slippery little fella. I don't know. It's just, but so how do you, I mean, that, and again, getting back to Seinfeld, yeah. Kramer actually got out of the, or no, it wasn't Kramer. It was, what episode was it where the, the guy got out of the back of the, it was when Kate Kramer went to California just watch the series. You'll see what episode I'm talking about. But yeah. another perfect example of Seinfeld that shit happening. imitating life. Well, if if it's on Seinfeld, it's happened often enough. Exactly. Yeah. That's a yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's like because Seinfeld is, and that's what made it the one. I listen to arguments that it's not the best sitcom of all times. Right. But I will not tolerate. Not one of the best sitcoms of all time. I mean, if, if you like Friends better than Seinfeld, I'll listen to your debate. I'm going to disagree with you. Right. If you like The Office better than Seinfeld, I'll even more intently listen to your debate. And you may even be able to persuade me on some episodes if you're going to talk like episode, uh, seasons one through three. But for the full Monty, I'm still going to go Seinfeld. Yeah, but yeah. So like I said, I mean... Yeah, but... Seinfeld's yeah. always in the discussion. Yeah, is what for you're sure. Saying. Yeah. So, um, uh, what else we got, Dave? Here before we rate the uh, citrus. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I wonder if that's what it was just to play on cinnamon. Some people have trouble saying cinnamon. Right. So it's citronimum. Citronim. I don't know. It, it could be. Uh, what about a random question? Um, I'm going to have to plead ignorant. I have. Oh, wait. I, I actually, okay, wait. I can come up with one. I have one. All right, but kind wait, of... though. All right, so wait, though. We yeah. have one segment that the listeners normally love that we forgot about. And this is almost a reoccurring theme, and I'm going to bring it out again today because there's another championship. Bring it, Mike. It's to, I don't even know who it's really, let me, let me just think for a second who I'm really directing it to because it's a multitude of people. Is it to me? Nope. Not, okay, not good. to you. Good. Bring not it. Not to anybody I know personally. Bring it. And it's. I'm I'm gonna throw ESPN, golf, and Tiger Woods under this umbrella. I get if he's not the greatest, just like we said about Seinfeld. If I'm gonna tell you Tiger Woods is not even one of the greatest golfers of all time, then I'm a fucking idiot. Then right. I'll, I'll shoulder every fuck fuck you directed my way till the end of time. Got I'm it. not saying it. Tiger Woods is arguably the greatest golfer of all time. Correct. No problem there. No, I, I, I'm not a fan of his, but I'll admit it. For yes. a deluge of reasons, yeah, he is no longer there. And no matter how much you want to, you know, like Eddie Money says, I want to go back. And do it all over, but I can't go back, I know. Right. He's not. Yeah. He he may win another major. He may win eight more tournaments and no majors. He may win two majors and no other tournaments. I'm not saying Tiger Woods will never, ever win again. Like, how fucking Phil Mickelson won the Masters or whatever ma- major yeah. it was at, what, 51 or whatever right. it was? Correct, yeah. 50. So, so, yeah, 50. So I'm not going to say Tiger Woods is never going to win again. Tiger Woods, as I have said, pod after pod after pod, is never going to be the Tiger Woods that everybody, like, oh, he's got his red shirt on on Sunday. He's the fucking man. He's going to win. And he and, and the other golfer just literally let piss dribble down their leg. As Ty, they had a four-shot lead on Sunday, and they were facing Tiger, and they pissed their pants, and Tiger won the tournament. Great. Right. No, I mean, that no, was never, then. That ever, was then. That will never happen again. This is now. Yeah. And then he fucking pulls out and withdraws. Yeah, your leg hurt. It was your plus 66 trillion that you were shooting that you withdrew from, you fuck. You, you, oh, your leg hurt. Oh, I can hardly walk. My, my fucking knee feels great, by the way, everybody. <laughs> Dr. Weird, a fantastic job on my knee. The Achilles is next to go. I can, I, the limp is because of the Achilles. I can't stretch it out. I, I stretch it out and stretch it out and stretch it out, and it's still tight, waiting for it to rupture. Hope it doesn't screw up the knee surgery. That's an injury, Tiger. Not your fucking billion-dollar bank account. 
and you pulling out of a golf tournament because you're 7,000 strokes behind. Fuck ESPN for saying, oh, what it's like to be lugging around with Tiger Woods. They didn't even mention once who the fucking leader of the tournament was when this guy's eight strokes behind after the second day. Right. I know. And I know. it's like, oh, you know, oh, Tiger, oh, oh. I'm withdrawing, I'm hurt. Oh, fuck you, you're hurt. Your fucking pride is hurt. You're terrible. You're, you're never going to be what you are. You're, you're the arguably the greatest golfer of all time. Tip of the cap, I give it to you. You're never going to be, you're not even going to be Toby Keith as good as I once was. You'll never, you'll never be as good as you once were once. And it's, I'm sick and tired of it. Some cat was leading. He's never. He, this is like his third major tournament. His first major, and you didn't even know the guy's name because they Tiger Woods. It's like nine on or nine over. It's like who got some? It's it's just stupid. Let's go to hole number they, fifteen. Yeah, and let's watch Tiger yeah, Woods. Yeah. Tiger Woods looking for a quadruple bogey here, <laughs> as the leader's doing whatever he's doing. And it's just it's it it's so fuck you to everybody involved. I know everybody wants to reclaim. Their youth. Their youth. And it's like, oh, what? Well, remember when he was at a nine-year-old at Stanford and his dad was fucking all those other girls in the trailer park and Tiger was winning tournaments? Oh, those were the days. Well, those aren't the days anymore. You know, hey, you know, and, and you don't need to feel sorry for Tiger. He's got more money than, than me and you combined times 50 probably. Most of Saginaw <laughs> County probably. Yeah, so, but, yeah, so that's my fuck you is like, Oh, get over it. And, and, I'm, and again, I don't come back to me when he wins a tournament and say, hey, I told you to. You know, and, yeah. you Because know, he's still better than Maul. Don't fucking withdraw. Take your plus 23 like a man and move along. Don't fucking withdraw. You weren't fucking hurt. It wasn't, I thought it was your back that was hurt. Now your fucking leg hurts? Don't give me that. Uh-uh. Mike, don't play that way. Do you have another one, or is that no, the other no, one? No, that was it. Okay. I think I had a couple more left. Oh, yes, I did. Thank you. <laughs> I did have one more. <laughs> Street continued. Yeah. Street continued. Went to church today. Damn near walked out. No. Oh. You're just, still better than it, I because I didn't even get there. I was stuck in front of the computer screen this and morning. Jen made, Jen made it. My sister Jen made it after, you know, other plans, hangover plans, and whatnot. She made it. Almost walked out, and here's why I walked out. It just, it just makes. I'm there to uh, find myself, center yourself, center myself, find myself, get in touch with my being, right, your soul. Yep. And I'm, I'm sitting there, and it's like, so the priest is out there. Hey, glad to be back. Because last week he missed because he had COVID. Whatever. And he said, and um. And he says, so, and so-and-so, and, and he said, and the two people we were we were filling in for in, at the Bay City Parish, they also had COVID. They, they tested positive for COVID. And the congregation went, oh, oh. I mean, it was, and I looked at, I said, I literally said out loud, I said, are you kidding me? And it, so the fuck you is the members of the parish of the church that I go to. I mean, they reacted when he said we were filling in for the two people in Bay City who also had COVID. You would have thought he said, 
the two priests at Bay City, as he's fighting back tears, were found with gunshot holes in their chests, ice picks in their temples, and his altar boys gown tied around their neck. And that was the reaction the crowd got. They said, he, and I'm like, are you kidding me? They, okay, they had COVID, okay. And probably so do 40 people in this fucking mass. And you're gonna, the congregation is gonna, oh, I mean, it literally was a, like a, oh, oh fuck. That, run to the hills, everybody. And I, 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 I said to my, I said, looked at my sister. I said, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> Probably not that loud, but right loud. And, and it, it just drove me nuts. Just like <laughs> you're really going to react to that. Oh, anyway, so yeah. yeah. But the main fuck you is the ESPN and Tiger Woods. Right there, you go. All right. How about you, Dave? You have anything, or is everything hunky dory with you? Yeah, no, everything's pretty hunky dory with me. I, I, if I had anything, it would be very minimal. You know, shit you can't control and whatever. I just, I would just be bitching. But, you know, nothing on the level of, I, uh, that whole Tiger Woods thing is, yeah, I just, I, I almost can't stand watching golf now when he's in a tournament. Right. Exactly. It's like, like all right, so get we back have, to the guys that yeah, are winning. Yeah, yeah we, have, we have three guys that are minus 66 <laughs> on hole 10. You don't even get any coverage. Like, here's Tiger Woods attempting his 33rd shot on the eighth hole from the bunker. He went bunker to bunker to bunker to bunker. But boy, boy, if he could get this one down and get on a roll, get on a roll. He's down 100 strokes. What kind of roll is he getting in? It's like, for fuck's sakes, man, get off his dick. I mean, not even the Waffle House chick was on his dick that bad. I mean, she didn't want to be. On, she didn't even know who he was to be on his dick that bad. Was it a Waffle House chick? I think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's that's new information. Yeah, that's what, that's why everybody laughed. I was like, Tiger Woods is fucking Waffle House chick waitresses. So anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, right. Sonny Baird might know the answer. Jim, was it Waffle House? Text me, brother. It was. Um, no. Uh, Waffle House or IHOP? It was it was one of yeah. that genre. Okay, <laughs> okay. So I think Waffle House. You're getting that from that uh, from the movie. Um, um, shit, I can't even remember movies now. Oh man, it's getting too late into the third segment. All right, um, uh, but Sonny, if you listen to this, tell me was it, it might have been IHOP. Not so. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it. Waffle House or IHOP. I think well, I have. Anyway, right. Sonny, correct me if I'm wrong. Here we go. Are you all right? Well, no, it's my turn. I'm rating this one. So no random question. Oh, random question. I'm not sure if I asked this before, but we're gonna try it anyway. So if there's four urinals, okay? Yeah. And there's a guy in the middle urinal, where do you go to? Well, with four, there's no real middle, but I'm going to the far end of the guy. Oh, five, five, we, five, 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 yeah. sorry. So I'm going to start with five. He's in the middle one. I'm, I'm, still, I'm going to the fifth. Okay, all right. So, you know what? I think I did ask yeah, this one. Yeah, you did. Okay, never mind then. All right. 
Well, yeah, we're at the 40-minute mark in this segment, so that, but hey, at least the listeners can fact-check me to see if I'm consistent, because I'm still going to the far end of the urinal. Yeah, right. And no, and they're probably pretty impressed, too, with uh, you remembering the fact that we actually did this one before, too. They're, they're always very impressed with me. I'm the <laughs> straw that stirs this drink, motherfucker. <laughs> you are at that. And, and sometimes I'm just... The motherfucker. <laughs> All right, so let's rate this. Um, I'm going to go... I'm having a very difficult time with citronim versus salted caramel because I really do not know which one I like better. Really? Well, I'm going to go... But you're first, though. Yeah, I'm going to go 3.75 because it doesn't quite have the... It says citronim but in the name, but I'm not getting as much citra as... Uh, Tropical bear hug. What do you think? I think I think it's actually wonderful. Oh god damn! I give it a three point seven five. Very good. All right, and like and and like, but and like James asks James staring. Um. Loyal listener, but relatively new listener. He probably started with episode 90, let's say. Sure. And his question is how we come about our ratings. And I'm, and I always tell him, it's like, well, there's really no science to it, James. But um, I would recommend all three of the beers we've tasted. I've, I liked all three of the beers we had tonight. Yes. I'm going to say Citronim is my favorite. I'm going I'm to have to go back and put my Mr. IPA hat on. And since I rated the salted caramel porter a 4.10, I'm going to take the chicken shit way out or you and could go, go 4.12. Or you could take the Dave way out. And rate it the same? Well, and just rate it as an IPA and not as Okay, a- and, I, and I respect that rating. And as an IPA, this is... Very good. Well, I, agree. I I think it beats the tropical bear hug in that there's there's no pininess to this. This is no like an IPA that's it like almost it's almost like a uh, German snuff sex film <laughs> where like you know oh my god you're taking it from me I am yeah you're getting your right. fucking larynx pressed in <laughs> come on and this is like oh yeah okay well I thought it was good at the start and this is yeah and that's right. it this is citronin okay <laughs> is that a good plug for a pot of a brewing company or <laughs> no, not not no, really no probably not all right so anyway <laughs> I'm going four point one two what do uh our fine friends with only 25 check-ins. Yeah, with only 25 check-ins, 4.0. So they're so right the middle, in your... Yeah, yeah the, you're the, right. middle, the middle of us. You yeah, know, yeah. Closer to me, but you're not too far off. Correct. But, David, episode 127 is sadly coming to a close. And as I look down at the bottom of my glass, I can see him out of beer. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here. <laughs>